This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff. Joining me as usual are Alex and Scott. Say hello, guys. Hey. Hello. And we have a very special guest today, Annie. Say hello, Annie. Hello, Annie. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you still have some weed. Off to a good <laughs> we actually have a female on the show. Wow. Besides Scott? Yeah. <laughs> oh, burn. Wow. All right. So glad today... you're back, Scott. Glad we found yeah. you. Yeah, I'm glad I'm back, too. That's true. It was a great episode last week without you. But we're back to full force, plus one. It's going to be a great episode, especially since we're going to be talking about the fifth element. All right. So I think you guys have all, obviously, I know you guys have all seen this. You damn right um, have. What? The scene, <laughs> the scene that I want to focus on is the dance opera, for lack of a better term. I don't even know what you would call that, but... Technopera. 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 A musical. A musical. A musical. And uh, so, uh, what's his face? Um, Corbin Dallas is want a trip on the boat. What's the name? What's the name of the ship? Wasn't Atlantis? Flaston Paradise. Flaston Paradise. No, that's That's right. That's where they're going, isn't it? Flaston Paradise. That's where they're at. Yeah, they're there. So he's on a boat, and he's won this prize, and he has to go and watch this uh, grand old opera, and he has no idea what he's expecting, and he gets down there, and all of a sudden this alien comes out, veiled. All you can really see is her eyes, and she starts singing in this really beautiful voice, and he's intrigued, and then she takes off her veil or whatever, and she starts singing, and this is whole opera thing's going on, and then meanwhile, you go back to the hotel rooms, and Lilu is being attacked by those. Lilu who? Cor- Corbin Dallas Multipass. Multipass. Um, well, she doesn't. She doesn't get attacked. She sees the Mangalores going into the room, and then she remembers that they're the ones that blew, pretty much blew her her up along with the ship and the giant robot penguins. And then. She <laughs> robot the, penguins. Yeah. Is that Batman too? I, for one, welcome our giant robot penguin overlords. <laughs> well, she gets she gets all pissed off, and she charges the room, and she starts kicking ass. Yeah. And they were called Agnots, you said? No, Agnot no. was the name of the head one. Yeah, the leader. Oh. They're, they're Mangalores. Mangalores. Okay, that's right. So it keeps cutting back and forth. <laughs> they're big, they're ugly, and they stink. Mangalores. They start going back and forth between her singing and then the fight. Yeah, right. She's kicking ass. She's like double punching. And right before she punches one in the face, she back punches, hits another guy. It's a cool action sequence. And then... Well, let me jump in here real quick. Okay. She has the worst... One of the worst fake punches in history. Yeah. Where she barely taps the, the guy behind her, behind her on the chin. And like, her, fist, her fist just looks all wrong. Like it's bent yeah. the wrong way. She's she, got tiny hands. Like <laughs> but yeah, that that fight scene was going pretty good until that that one punch where she just taps the guy on the chin. That's what made it funny. She just has superhuman strength, so I, I get that. But even then, I'm just saying she is the fifth element. She literally, yeah, exactly. She's per- perfect. Spoiler alert, Jeff. Jeez. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Anyway, so they go going back and forth and then it goes to the girl who's singing this nice slow song and then she turns it turns techno and she just starts dancing like a mad fool and alex how does it go <laughs> oh no <laughs> wait alex sorry i missed all that can you do it again <laughs> and do it again <laughs> dance clown well i can't now well wait alex Alex Trivia, what is her name? 
her name is. Oh, I know this. Uh, I had to look it up. I did not. Know oh, it. I I know off the top of my head. <laughs> All right, Annie, what is they it? Just, they just call her Alex Diva, fails. Diva Pablo Maguna. Something. Yeah. Like Ooh. Ooh. Annie. Snap. Annie just schooled you, Alex. Diva Pablo Maguna. Something's wrong with your medulla oblongata. <laughs> You're wrong, Commander. <laughs> Diva's right. <laughs> Bringing it back. <laughs> so anyway, I, it was just a really random sequence in the movie, and everyone I talked to who's seen Fifth Element, that's like the scene they always remember. And I don't know what it is about it, if it's because it was a good music and just weird dance moves. And it's got, kind of this uh, literally otherworldly uh, yeah. singing that she's doing, and, and in the making of, it, it really is. I think they had her like lay down a couple of tracks, and they mix them together, because there's no way like people can hit those those kind of notes simultaneously. That she is. <laughs> And people there don't have octopus heads. No. <laughs> On YouTube, there was um, some opera chick who I looked this up years ago, but she sang the whole sequence live. She's doing like the throat singing. Unedited. The whole, like, the nice actual opera part and then the crazy huh. techno part, too. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, that's cool. So it is possible. Maybe she has like an extra vocal cord or something. She's a mutant. <laughs> mm -hmm. So here's a question Can any of you guys have memorized the dance? Can you guys do it? I'm doing it right now. <laughs> I'm doing it too. Oh my gosh. It sounds like you guys are farting. It doesn't sound like you're dancing. Two fingers going up, two fingers going down. Really fast, really fast. Moving the arms. And I'm done. I start doing it and I end up doing the Macarena. It's stupid. If only the. You can't help it. That is a failing of your people. <laughs> that would have been a good dance for those guys to come in and shoot her up if she was doing the Macarena, but not that thing. So, yeah, as she's doing that, all of a sudden, those, at, what are they called again? Gundarks? No, what? <laughs> Tauntauns, I think. <laughs> those dudes show up and they start shooting her, shooting the crap out of the audience, and they actually shoot her, and she falls down in a really dramatic. Who's scratching the mic? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. My head's too big, and I have to readjust the headset. I have a giant dome, so. She does. Can't help it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, they start shooting, and she gets shot, and she falls down like a very dramatic faint. Like not faint, but she collapses in a very dramatic way. Yeah, it's a very theater way of like falling and dying. Yeah. She's Neda, so I mean, green come on. death pose. Yes. <laughs> And then while that's going on, I think that's when um, Lulu starts getting in trouble because What's-His-Face shows up with that gun. Jean-Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg. Yes. No, or Zorg. Commissioner Gordon. Mm. Ah, you like what I did there? This is Han's shot first, folks. We cross <laughs> it over sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, anyway, <laughs> she... Uh, so Lilu's in trouble, and the girl's in trouble, the singer's in trouble, and she says the stones are inside of her. <laughs> and it's kind of like the, there's always money in the banana stand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that scene could have gone really, really the wrong way uh -huh. if, if uh, Corbin Dallas had taken the other meeting of inside of her. Uh -huh. Just saying. I thought it was going to be like some deep meaning puzzle, like, oh, it's in her psyche, I'm going to have to mind meld in order to know the exact location of the stones. And he's like, no, he just reaches into her guts. Yep, literally yeah. inside of her. Yeah. Which, like, which begs okay. the question, if she could just hold these massive stones inside of her, why was she dying? Clearly she had no internal organs where she got shot. <laughs> Maybe the stones were replacing her organs. Hmm. See? That doesn't make any sense. She's an alien. You don't know. She's got a squid head. Squid head uh, stone organs. She she was like the space opera ver space alien opera version of Captain Planet. She's a hero. She was blue. She was a hero. She had all the elements inside of her. <laughs> I can never unthink that now. There you go. I don't know, but Alex just laughed like Weasley or whatever he was from the Hanna Barbera cartoon. <laughs> Um, it's like, so yeah, and then Corbin Dallas reaches inside of her, sounds dirty, but into her stomach, not anywhere else, pulls the stones <laughs> out, 
And uh, through, we should say, into her stomach through a bullet hole, not through anywhere else. Yes. And there. Now he has the stones. He puts them in the jacket. And then a big action sequence happens where Corbin Dallas kicks butt with screaming Chris Tucker, Prince-esque Chris Tucker, I should say, <laughs> screaming the whole time. Corbin, 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 And buff deaf uh, Mozart. <laughs> buff deaf <laughs> Mozart. How come there's not a band named that? Because there should be. <laughs> buff I'd go. I think they're playing Coachella next year. <laughs> yeah, playing Friday at the Troube. Oh. All right. <laughs> so anyway, there's a big action sequence. Bruce Willis does what Bruce Willis does. Baldy. And that's pretty much the end yeah. of it. You, you kind of have this weird flip <laughs> Baldine, of blonde, is that what you blondish, <laughs> blonde, bald, bald Lee. Oh. Instead of Bald Lee. That was a bad joke. But he does have the weird hair in the movie. It's kind of like if you saw Looper. Where he's got like the weird, almost comb over. Well, in Looper he does have the comb over, but in this one he has the blonde hair. That's obviously not his. It's like he only has a ring of hair around his neck, but he spikes it up so you can't tell. Like the fire tuck. <laughs> yeah, kind of. But he spikes it up at the edges, so it's like a wall that you can't see past. <laughs> so you can't see his bald spot. All right, crossover moment. Whoa. All right, so we. Name your weirdest hairdo that like a famous actor has had in a movie, like mm. that. And I'll just throw the one I'm the one I'm thinking of is like Tom Hanks and the Da Vinci. Code. I was just thinking that <laughs> that was the most distracting goddamn thing in, the, in a ta- movie that was not intended to be distracting. Are you talking weird hairdos? Because I mean, Queen Amidala had some crazy fucking hair. Yeah. Oh, but I, that's that was different. kind of the setting. That was part of the setting. Okay. So Tom Hanks like, chose to have his hair that way, like distracting hair type of thing. How about I forgot his name or his character's name, but Javier Bardem in um. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, that's a good one. Uh, Skyfall. Fred? When he starred no. in Fredo, the movie. No country. No country. Oh, call okay. it. Call it. And he comes around like shooting people with his air gun. That's true. We have the mop top, basically. Yeah. Right? We have the the super like page boy slash <laughs> Mo Howard. Good call, Annie. All right, Alex, you're the only one. Shit, emo Phelps and UHF. That's his regular hair, though. <laughs> yeah, it's freaking weird. <laughs> yeah, freaking weird. You call weird. me Mr. Butterfingers. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Can't think of any others. Uh, bad. Nick Nick Cage tried to do his Tom Hanks impression in uh, uh, National Treasure 2. More of a treasure protector. More, more of a treasure protector. <laughs> Stupid. I don't know. I just saw this movie. Have you seen that Sabotage Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Sabotage? Oh, no. I don't want to see it. But they all have does... terrible haircuts in that movie. Don't see it, by the way. Oof. I thought oh, that one was okay. I didn't like it. Oh, man. Everyone in Napoleon Dynamite has pretty terrible hair. <laughs> That's how the style was at the times. <laughs> well, it's because Especially it's in New Mexico. Like... <laughs> New Mexico. Is that what it is? for the win? Yeah, what's her face had the good hair, the good eighties hair. Mm-hmm. But I think it was supposed to be like present time, present day. Yeah, it was. They're just, just stuck in. They're just stuck in the eighties. Yeah. Mhm. All right, so it sounds like we're and done with this. They're also stuck in a bad movie. <laughs> I love that movie. Hey. All right, so other we'll talk about Napoleon Dynamite another time, gentlemen. Without mm-hmm. me. <laughs> so we're pretty much done with that scene unless you guys wanted to talk about other stuff I think there's other scenes that I wanted to mention um, I think the one we talk about a lot is the stuff in his apartment with the the Chinese uh, <laughs> Chinese <laughs> with Uncle Benny guy. from Lee yes Lee Uncle yeah. Benny he's that's really cool he has, he has an old Chinese style boat but it's like on you know it's a spaceship basically <laughs> hovering and Great father say it never rains every day. It's good he tells luck, him, I bet you lunch. Yeah. Tells him to read his mail. He's like, no, it's bad news. And he reads it, you are fired. <laughs> that is a great delivery. <laughs> it's awesome. And even, even right before that, Corbin's like slowly getting in the letter. He's like, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. And All excited. Read, yeah. You are fired. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> well, at least I got free lunch. Good philosophy. 
<laughs> yeah. The just little stuff there where the cat's watching TV and he's smoking cigarettes and they're like all filters except for a little tip at the end for um, a day. Yeah. Give me the one, yes, and then one of the funniest moments ever was when that guy is dancing outside this hallway. <laughs> He has that stupid hat on with the painting of the background behind him, and he just starts. He's a tweaker, right? He's like, and he's like, you don't have the safety on, or you have the safety on, and then he just starts dancing in some weird way. And it, I don't know. It's a nice hat. You like it? <laughs> and he puts the the gunny takes away from him in that bin, and it's full of guns. So he gets <laughs> mugged like every other day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his mom always calling and yelling him out. It's always pretty classic. I still you think miserable the, bastard. <laughs> I still think the mom is uh, Demi Moore. Was that when they were married, or I think so. I think it is. Yeah, but it sounds like her to me. I could be completely wrong about that. I don't know what Demi Moore sounds like, so <laughs> I'll take your word on it. I've only seen Ghost twelve times, so. <laughs> um. That might be the oh, whoop, that might be the only uh, Demi Moore movie I've ever seen. Mrs. Dallas, this is the president. Oh my gosh, you sound like an idiot. The president's not an idiot. No, it's the opposite. You don't sound like oh, an idiot. The president is an idiot. Oh, okay. I think that's what it is. Yeah, you're right. I would like to salute a warrior. First of all, Mr. Dallas, I'm going to do what you should have did a long time ago. Uh, crossover! Woo! <laughs> Another one. Coming fast and furious. Mm-hmm. From the same exact movie, too. I like it. We've only seen like seven movies, people. Like, I can't believe this podcast has gone this long. Extensive research. <laughs> um, so what else? You got the... I don't know. It's just like visually, oh, yeah, so... I guess. We talk about the visual makeup of the movie. It does look awesome. and yeah, it, That it one has... scene... Go ahead. The extras have like some amazing uh, concept art from yeah everything, like all the alien designs, all the um, panoramas and the building designs, architecture. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, that definitely is one of the standout things in the movie. Uh, it, you can tell though, and it kind of pulls me out of it that the entire cast is British, other than you know Bruce Willis <laughs> and a couple other people. But everybody has a British accent walking around. Kind of a... Uh, All right. Isn't it a French movie? It's a French director. French director. Okay. Yeah. Luc, Luc Besson. What else has he done? Uh, he did... Um, take, take Leon. Leon, okay. Uh, Professional. Yeah. It, w- yeah, it wasn't Taken? He didn't do Taken? He didn't do Taken. Oh, I could have sworn. Um, he well, did... Uh, Lucy. He, he did, yeah, he did Lucy recently. Yeah. Um, Ultraviolet, I think, was his handiwork. Oh, or at least he produced it. Yeah, he produced it. Ultraviolet was the same dude that did um, Equilibrium. That's why I thought it was going to be badass. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Luke, Luke Besson. Okay. Yeah. Well, just visually, that movie was amazing, and like that that one scene I always remember where she's on the edge and she just jumps off, right? It was always a cool shot, and that was still the beginning of special effects too. So it was just a really cool shot, and uh, um, it was visually. And I was what I find fascinating is no one ever talks about this movie, but if you mention it to somebody, they say they love it. I have really yet to meet someone who doesn't like this movie. I feel like it, it came out at the at the exact right time for it. This movie comes out in 2010. It's all CG. It loses a lot of the magic. Uh, it, yeah, no, no yeah. robot penguins. Yeah, <laughs> no robot penguins. Um, no, no Chris, no weird Chris Tucker, uh, and you know, just everything kind of worked for it. What about that little creature next to Zorg's desk that Alex mentioned that one time? <laughs> yeah, like, when he's eating the cherries. Yeah, elephant he's, crumb. He spits, he spits the cherry at that poor little guy. <laughs> what was that little guy just sitting there, just like looking pitiful? He's a I think I that was his fluffer. Oh my! <laughs> He's a robot. No, no, no. Zorg would have a robot to do that. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so sure cameos by Luke Perry. I think this is still when Luke Perry was somebody, right? Was nine hundred two one zero still going on during this time? I I don't know. 
I think he was trying to get into film. It was film. post. Yeah, it was post 90210, and he was trying to get into film and whatnots. Uh, yeah, and it was a very, yeah, a very weird movie for Ian Holm to be in, I think. like It doesn't seem like one of his type of movies, but... We did... A- Alien. Yeah. yeah, yeah Alien, so but that's... And then he did a, weird, a bunch of... A weird of... sci-fi movie? It's not a weird, it's scary. I don't know, because this, this is kind of comical and cheesy. Like, you know, I don't know. Then he did a I'm bunch of Ivory Merchant it. movies, yeah. Wasn't he in From Hell, though? Maybe. With the Johnny Depp one? Yeah, yeah. But I guess I that was more of a period piece than... Oh, I did watch From Hell. That's right, yeah, he was in that. Jack the Ripper. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, any other topics you guys want to talk about from the movie? Um, scene at the end when they're... Fire for fire, water for water. I guess there's nothing really special there except. I got no fire. Smoking. Yep, that's my Chris Tucker, ladies and gentlemen. That is a horrible Chris Tucker. Well, what's Chris Tucker doing, Prince? You gotta knock the fuck out. There's my other Chris Tucker. There you go. Yep. That makes. I'm very. I'm very white, folks. I can't do Chris Tucker. Yeah, you're white. Yep. Spoiler alert. <laughs> All the Mila Jovovich near gibberish lines. Plays help. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. I got uh, two two points on my uh, on my license already. Fingers gonna kill me. Me protect you. Multipass. Mm-hmm. Multipass. All right. Sounds like we're winding down here. So and uh, and well, okay. One one last bit about uh, Mila. That that's one of the more iconic outfits. The one she escapes in, just like the bands, the white bands. Yeah. Band, bandages. Uh, of the last, I don't know, twenty five years of of sci fi. Be hard pressed to think of anything more recognizable than that outfit, as far as outfits go, anyways. Mm-hmm. I think both at Comic Con. I was gonna say even the other outfit with the orange suspension. That too, that yeah, that's that's yeah. almost as uh, rec- is iconic. Yeah, I was looking at some uh, pictures from cosplay from this year's Comic Con, and there was a few girls. They didn't see the bandage ones, but I saw that that orange version. Yeah, well, I can see why a lot of people wouldn't try that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, at Comic-Con, they do some pretty crazy things, so not only wrapping themselves in bandages would be off the limits. But. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so let's go over our list. Alex, you go first. <laughs> Shit. Okay, well, I, uh, I did a... <laughs> I forgot, you don't have one. <laughs> yeah, I tried to come up with... I, I, I don't have a list. ...with movies that had, like, a musical number, but was also interspersed with other stuff happening at another place. Ooh, it's very close to my list. Go on. I can only find, uh, I can only think of two really, but they're really good movies. The first one is uh, Back to the Future Two, when Marty's like, "Oh, Biff's guys are gonna jump me," <laughs> and Doc's like, "Get out of there! No, the other me from the first time I came to 1955." And so he's like in the background, you know, trying to um, avoid himself. That's playing on the st- playing Johnny Be Good on the stage and trying to, um, y- you know, get rid of uh, Biff's, like, henchmen, his goons, Billy Zane and uh, crew. And he finally, like, goes over the rafters and everything, and then he uh, loosens the uh, the big bundle of bags of sand, and he drops them on the guys, and then they get knocked out. Yep, that happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. That was a good one. I would just say the and, well, never mind. Yours is why action's happening. Was that action happening considered in the first one where he's disappearing as he's playing the music and the action is his mom and dad falling in love with each other? Yeah. The, uh, the, the million million dollar shot where he's holding the hand in front of his face and disappears. <laughs> yeah. Because I always that was actually on my list is not of musicals stuff going back and forth. It's just like good scenes where music's happening or dance sequences are happening and that was always a classic one where he's disappearing and he's just watching his parents like god damn it kiss her you fool <laughs> I won't exist <laughs> I've never wanted to see you kiss my mom before but just do it now god damn it 
Usually it grosses me out. Mm-hmm. All right, nice. Next. And lastly on my list. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to start talking about enchiladas, right? <laughs> no, Ooh. I am not. Uh, hot tub time machine. When uh, Craig Robinson starts playing uh, Let's Get It Started, <laughs> like, I don't know, 20 years before, ahead of its time. And uh, they they show Robert Cordry like with no backup, getting beat up by that '80s douche bad guy. <laughs> no, I don't. I've only seen that movie once, so what? Don't remember. I remember him getting beat up. Yeah, he's getting his ass kicked. He's like, "Where are my friends? Let's get it started. Ah, let's get it started in here." Looking so forward to the next movie. S- <laughs> mm-hmm. Do both of your scenes contain? Um, Mart, uh, George McFly. <laughs> you know what? They're both time machine movies, so. <laughs> both, but isn't he in both of them? But he's not in the second Back to the Future, right? Wasn't a stupid act, a different actor. Yeah, he wasn't in Back to the Future too. Yeah. You should have. You should have said your list was about scenes where stuff happens while music's going on, and the movie also has time machines. <laughs> it's got All right. creep, creepy dude. What's his face? Oh! Oh! Holy shit! That, uh, they yeah, both had George Jeff- McFly. Yeah. Yeah. So Jeff was talking about. Jeff was right. That's literally what Jeff was. I know I was right. <laughs> Scott on the uptake. <laughs> Wait, then we got to think of other. Now we got to help you out with your list. Other time travel movies where dancing is involved. Um, I'm sure there's a few Doctor Who episodes where there's dancing and stuff. Did Bruce Willis ever dance in Twelve Monkeys? Or or Looper? <laughs> or Looper? Uh, no, a, a bringing it back scene. to Fifth Element with that, if that's true. <laughs> a, a club, he, there was a club scene where he met his Asian wife. It wasn't yeah. dancing. They were shooting everybody, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, maybe. But they were not dancing. All right. Decent list for going off the cuff. I'll give it to you. <laughs> All right, Annie, let's hear your list. My list was more of just, I guess, memorable music movie moments. Alliteration. Okay. Um, so Jackety Jack, don't talk back. <laughs> <laughs> That's on the I list. Was just, well, I started thinking about opera because of obviously um, the blue opera lady. Um, and this wasn't something that was performed, but the opera in Shawshank. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Stuck, struck out to me. Oh, when he plays that's, the record? Yeah. And then when yeah. the, um, you know, the warning comes and kind of threatens him, he just cranks it up even more. So that was just a memorable kind of pivotal moment, one of the pivotal moments in the in the movie. So I liked that, and then um, Bohemian Rhapsody, always a crowd pleaser. Ooh, uh-huh. in uh, Wayne's World, very good. So yeah, just happy, go lucky kind of moment. I mean, it doesn't really affect the storyline in any way whatsoever. But <laughs> that was very that that whole scene was extremely mimetic. Like everybody was doing that. For years after that movie came out. Oh, yeah. Every time that song would come on. Yeah, very essence. I mean, the same thing after uh, My The Roxbury. Everyone was doing the head bob. Yeah. Well. I remember when um, Wayne's World came out, and I was still in high school, and, the, uh, yep, I'm old. And, uh, <laughs> the, we're not worthy. And I was in PE, and every time we had to go do stretches, and there's the stretch where you're on your knees, and you kind of go forward. And me and my friend would do that every day, and we think we're so funny. And I remember the teacher going, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> I'm glad Alex and I never did anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> would you guys do the same thing? Uh, we, 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 we like to quote uh, <laughs> um, Last Days of Pompeii when we were in Latin class. Yeah, we did that all the time. <laughs> Anyways. Hi, bro. All right. Um, and Euro Trip, Sky doesn't know. You guys always talk about Euro Trip, so we don't even have to dive into that too oh, much. Oh, damn it. That was on my old list. It's a good one, though. That's a good it one. It keeps reoccurring throughout the whole movie, so I like that. Me, he doesn't know. Me, he doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Scott. Oh. <laughs> Aw. Um, he has said. Twins ever. All right, let's see what you do. Pulp Fiction, good music. With the dancing. Yeah, that was on my list. Jack Rabbit Slim. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, Reservoir Dogs. Ooh. Ooh. 
Ooh, I didn't know that one. Scene. Nice. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino knows how to put music into his movies and make it memorable. And feet too. I <laughs> I don't think there was there was feet going on in Reservoir Dogs. So. Just they had just they ears. Had but I wonder how many old timers he's made rich with his movies. Like, yeah, we're gonna put old timers. I mean, with, like, yeah. royalties. Yeah, with royalties. Like now, all of a sudden, there's the number one song download on iTunes because it was in Kill Bill, right? Or you know, he took that little crazy Japanese girl band, and now that <laughs> song is—it's on commercials and everything now. Just because yeah. you, you know, that is true. And if you heard the story about that, right? He was in Japan, and he was like doing a, on a scouting trip or something, and he was in a clothing store, and they were playing the music in the, in the clothing store, and he's like, "This is cool. Where can I get this?" And they're like, "Oh, you can go to Tower Records." And he's like, "No, I, I'm leaving." He, he was very American to them. He's, he's like, "No, my flight leaves in 20 minutes. Just give me the one you have." I mean, he literally, like, uh, gave them like a hundred bucks for the CD that they used there, and that's he took that home with them and he put it in the movie. That's cool. There you go, folks. Good <laughs> trivia. And now you stupid know American. The rest of the story. <laughs> All right, continue on. I think that's it. Yeah, that's Other than every Disney movie ever. Yeah, it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to come right. on that kick right now, but since we're not able to watch anything else in this household. Any. any. Just let it go. Boom. Oh, God. It's a circle of life, Annie. Oh, no. I got nothing mm-hmm. else. Nothing, nothing from you, Alex? Uh, I'm drawing a blank. I'm on like four hours of sleep. Come on, Alex. If you wish upon a star, maybe <laughs> you can think of one. <laughs> you know, I, I know you're kind of stressed out, Alex. <laughs> There's there's a phrase though. <laughs> he can't even say what he's <laughs> I know. Whatever his plan is. Wait, Hakuna Matata? Oh, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Easy, just, Scott. Tomorrow it's hi ho, hi ho, off to work he goes. So yeah, I yeah. wish I could be part of your world. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what that's from. Is that Aladdin or something? Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid fool. Oh, Dang. so sorry. I thought that was uh, under the sea. I thought you said you was blind. <laughs> Crossover. What right. is your favorite Disney movie? Okay. Mm. Are we, do you mean animated Annie or just any Disney movie that that starts off animated. with Animated. No, no, no. Okay. Animated. Animated. Come on. Okay. Come on. Robin Hood. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say that too, which is, it's probably like, Disney's like, what the really? heck? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm going with uh, Beauty and the Beast. I love that movie. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> Not only because it has great a- animation, but also because the prince, if you do the math, that that old lady slash fairy curses him when he's 11 years old. You're 11 <laughs> years old. You don't know <laughs> what the meaning of true love is. Curse. <laughs> this is true. Oh, I'm an old lady and you're alone in this giant castle. Could you let me in? Of course not. My parents aren't here. Oh, you don't know what the meaning of true love is, Cursed. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen Beauty and the Beast, so I don't know. But I would say Robin Hood or Pinocchio. (laughs) Nice. I I love Robin Hood. Because I like Pinocchio because they get drunk and smoke cigars. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a lot of darkness going on in like the older Disney movies. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we talked a little bit about this. Not just that, but uh, quite a bit of racism, too. <laughs> yeah. Song of the South. And, and, and Dumbo. Dumbo. Oh, but but especially gross. Song of the South. Yeah, she missed that movie. You can't even find that anywhere. Nope. It's like D- Disney completely disowned it. Except for that whole section of the park dedicated to it. I was just going to say. The entire ride. The entire attraction. There's like only Uh, one song came out of it. It's Zippity Doodah and that's it. All right. Zippity Goo Goo. (laughs) Talk about racists. (laughs) All right, Scott. That's my list. That was a good one. Good, Good crossover, good list, Annie. 
Swill uh, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, my, my list, I, I came up with a few that I had to kill because I just couldn't come up with enough, but you guys kind of touched really? on them. Uh, some movies with operas in them. Um, How many days? Godfather 3, Apocalypse Now. Uh, characters with blue people in them. Can only come up with the Smurfs and Avatar was the only I could come up with, uh, and then uh, movies where people sing and then die horribly later on. Blue Man Group. And that was a lot of Disney movies uh, again, um, but I couldn't come up with anything past that. So my actual list: violence during a musical performance. Ooh, nice. Uh, so we have the nominees are <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, Godfather Two. Um, if you think about it. When young Vito is uh, crawling across the rooftops, they've got the band playing in the street to celebrate Italian Day or whatever the hell it is going down there. <laughs> Italian Day. <laughs> Italian Day? And then... <laughs> There's no such thing as Italian Day. <laughs> I think it had something to do with Jesus, Scott, but we'll... we'll uh, I think it's Easter. <laughs> we'll, we'll agree to disagree about that, Jeff. <laughs> Italian Day. Well, that's Matt. <laughs> And then that's meatball Godfather cookie three. day. Yeah, Godfather three, where they're actually at the opera, and some violence goes down. And then the guy Ooh, does really? donkey imitation, which is like the ultimate distraction. And uh, Sofia Coppola dies. Spoilers. That's after it, though. Yeah, but that's the scene in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. And then uh, everybody's favorite movie, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Hell yeah. Uh, there's several musical scenes in this. That's uh, a big theme of the movie. The <laughs> yeah, a lot of violence. The the bass the bass off, which is pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they're fighting the Katy when they have the battle of the bands with the Katyanagi twins. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And there's there's various other musical interludes there, but those are always good. Um, airplane, when the flight flight attendant stewardess is singing Kumbaya. And slowly strangling, strangling the the kid behind her, because he or so the no, boy she, or keeps, girl, I can't she she keeps knocking the IV out. Of yeah, the, yeah. Uh, well, the oxygen too. She has like an oxygen yeah. tank. She's like choking to death in the background, and the entire plane's just singing along, "Kumbaya, my lord," and that always cracks me up. Uh, another favorite, uh, Moulin Rouge. Uh, they the big. They have the big, the big scene at the end where they're actually performing. The musical within the musical, and uh, various things happen there. Ends with uh, Zidler punching uh, the Duke, the Duke uh, Richard Roxborough, who's been the villain in a lot of shitty movies. Not at the Roxborough. Uh, no. Um, Heyo. Yeah. Head villain and. In, in Welcome back, Alex. Thank you. <laughs> Sure, you're not gonna have another kid soon, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. Uh, uh, yeah, Richard Roxborough, uh, fame to claim, fame to claim, fame to claim, <laughs> fame to claim. <laughs> uh, in Van Helsing, he was Dracula in that. Uh, oh, really? Jesus. He, he was the main villain in *Leave Extraordinary Gentlemen*. Some classy movies here. Yeah, those two alone. Uh, I don't know why he's not named. Um, but anyways, uh, going back to a movie mentioned before, Wayne's World, um, when Garth takes on the bully, uh, when they're going to see, they, well, they go in to see the shitty Beatles, instead it's Cassandra's, Cassandra's band, and the guy's being a jerk, and Garth goes out and gets his taser. <laughs> Are they any no, good? They suck. Yeah, suck. It's not just a clever name, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Hi, Blazing- Wayne. <laughs> Hi. Uh, Blazing Saddles had a couple of these scenes. Oh yeah. Lily von Stupp when she kicks the guy in the balls on the scene. Uh, <laughs> You're just, just going up the stage, going, "Oh, Miss Lily, uh, oh, I'm gonna get you, oh, Miss Lily." <laughs> Wham. I just love when she runs out of words. She's just she just starts going. Uh, uh, <laughs> just kind of a tune. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and the other scene in that is when they walk into the big Hollywood dance number with all the, the gay guys. <laughs> it's like steam being let out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> Dom uh, DeLuise. Not the face. <laughs> Boom. Oh, thank you. Just, just to super nerd this up real quick, the op, the entire opera scene from Final Fantasy VI. Alex knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, Annie knows what you're talking about too, right, Annie? No. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite. Annie loves the video games. It was, it was an awesome little break it's from games. the entire like 32-hour game. Interesting. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. Uh, and finally. Saving the best for last, uh, Animal House. When John Blushy, Blutarski, Bludo is walking up the stairs, and there's that hippie playing the guitar, <laughs> and it's so horrible. And I gave can't my it. love a chicken. It <laughs> <Yeah>. had no bones. <laughs> he just grabs the guitar out of his hands and just wrecks it in three good swings. <laughs> hands it back to him. And he, he's not even mad. He just Kind of shrugs and goes, "Sorry." <laughs> like it, it had to be done. There was no choice. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that's all-time great scene there. Oh, and nice. That's nice my one. list. What about Scarface? Right. <laughs> he's in the he's in in the club, and that weird clown guy is dancing around. Then he gets shot up. It's a good one. <laughs> that's a creepifying scene for me. I saw that when I was a kid. I had nightmares. Why are you watching that movie as a kid? <laughs> Why were we watching any of the movies we watched as a kid? I know, but Scarface no, is pretty no. terrible. It's like when I saw Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, see? I was not even junior huh. high yet. Yikes. Yeah, mm-hmm. scarred for life. And that one episode of Dragnet where the guy takes drugs and overdoses. Is that the Blue Boy episode? Yep. Yeah, I saw that. That shit gave me nightmares. <laughs> you, you think parents are like, oh, I can just let let my kid watch Nick at Night. Nope. <laughs> Bad idea. <laughs> Bad idea. Um, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly has a pretty memorable musical slash meetup scene. It's like the most depressing freaking... <laughs> no, that's one like, Brian mentioned the other day, right? Yeah, where they're The world's saddest Veronica. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a good other good one. All right, so my list is just kind of just memorable dance or music sequences, more like dance musical sequences from uh, movies. Time, time travel movies? No, <laughs> not time travel movies. Yeah. Um, none of mine, because you took one of them. You had the Back to the Future one. But uh, big when they're dancing and singing, doing the chopsticks on the keyboard. Oh, nice. I think that's a pretty uh, awesome scene. Uh, Pulp Fiction, Annie already mentioned, and to me, there's two. There's uh, both with Travolta and Uma Thurman. One when they're in the Jack Rabbit Slims, and then the other one when they're just kind of, girl, you'll be a woman soon, and they're dancing around. Girl, oh wait, they're not a lot of heroin no, and OD soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, ta- he's trying to give himself a pep talk in the bathroom, and yeah. he's yeah. dying. Like, okay, you're just here for a drink. Just for a drink. Oh my you're gosh, you're just here for a drink. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you're just gonna. He's talking to the mirror. Yeah, you're just gonna say goodnight. Go home and jerk off, and that's gonna be it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the next one I had was uh, Roger Rabbit with uh, Jessica Rabbit, and preceded by Donald and Daffy playing on stage. I always liked that as a kid. Um, so that was that. Um, big the bar- very beginning of Temple of Doom with the. Uh, uh, Anything go well. Anything goes is the dance sequence at the beginning, so I really like that. And then, which which followed the uh, or preceded the fight with Indiana Jones and her and the big bell, and he jumps out the window and holy smoke, crash landing. Um, <laughs> I like that one. Oh, History of the World. There's a bunch of them, but the Inquisition. What I a show! Like, <laughs> I always like that one. Pretty terrible. What about Hitler on Ice? Spring time for Hitler. (laughs) And um, this one would have fit in right with uh, whoever had the when violence was going down. um, From dusk till dawn, when the band is playing and all the vampires are attacking and everything. Well, that's good. Instruments turn into guts. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And last but not least, and this one actually. It's the same scene, but two different songs, because... Alex, you want to take it away? They redid it? 
Oh, Chivas H. <laughs> the first song was just... Locked tea neck. It's nice yes. little shaking her ass. <laughs> so yes, the little random dance sequence in Jabba's Palace in Return of the Jedi. The first one's bad. The second version is even was way worse. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> so. And there's some violence going on there, because that's right. The song's going on when he throws her down the pit. So you could use that one, too. It's that fucked up <laughs> so. And that's my list. Alright, anything else before we move on to our next section? Alright. Nah, nah, nah. (laughs) It's time for Neum News. Yeah, yeah. It was ya. It was ya. And I guess we have to give props to the creator of Neum News because she is here with us today. Good job, Annie. I did come up with that. I forgot I came up with that. (laughs) You did. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the news I have, obviously, we lost Robin Williams. So I guess we should talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to dwell on the fact that he's gone, but just talk about the movies that I think we all grew up on. And maybe we shouldn't have grown up on some of them because they were pretty dirty. But uh, (laughs) Good Morning in Vietnam was a classic. Me and my buddy Adam used to watch it all the time. And when he's in that classroom teaching those kids, those adults, how to speak English, Oh man, he's doing Thurston Howell and is doing his black man voice and oh, genius. Um, and he had a really he, uh, wait, he was range. Doing a, a black black voice with a white face. He had a white face, black voice. Uh. He needs to be some skin. I'd like to buy some cheese and some butter. Uh, we used to watch that over and over again. But <laughs> so he would be in that. He'd be in Mork and Mindy. He'd be in Jumanji, <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire, and then he'd be in like Photo Matt or one hour, uh, hour photo. One hour photo or Insomnia. Dead Poets, yeah, like he was all over the place. Goodwill Hunting, so Jack, uh, yeah, Good Goodwill Hunting, one of my all-time favorite performances. Mm-hmm. Mini actor. Um, I, I was just watching that again the other day. He he really holds the movie together with his kind of understated, super lonely, <laughs> uh, you know, widower, Sean. Son of a bitch stole my line. Yeah. <laughs> um. They really yeah, kind of caught, caught lightning in a bottle for to get him to play that role. Yeah. If there was no him in that movie, then Matt Damon and Ben Affleck probably don't go big. So there'd be no Bourne movies. There'd be no Batfleck. Matt Damon. So there you go. <laughs> uh, I was back on the Disney spin, Aladdin. Oh, yeah. Aladdin. And I was say, oh, I went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy, which I'll talk about next. But they had a trailer for the new Night at the Museum, and he was actually in the trailer. Oh, like that's everybody, right. like the whole audience, kind of like sighed as soon as he showed up as like as he Teddy or Teddy Roosevelt, right? And everyone was just like yeah. ah, that's so sad. So, yeah, it was. Um, okay, they were done with that topic, which is pretty sad. I did see uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought it was fun, thought it was funny, I'd recommend it, but I didn't think it was great. That's all I gotta say. Um, I think I was a little overhyped by one Scott and one Matt, but uh, I liked it. I just didn't think it was I I liked it awesome. a lot. I, I don't know if I would necessarily call it great, but it, definitely one of the better movies I've seen in the theater in a long time. Not that I get out to a lot of them these days, but yeah. um, definitely... The upper echelon of the the Marvel Universe movies. Would you call it? The, the ones that are... Cream of the crap. <laughs> I guess so. But it, <laughs> it not... was really fun. It was really fun and really funny. It's a good popcorn flick. So I recommend it. I just... I don't know if I'd watch it again. Like, if I was flipping through TV, maybe I'd watch it. But I wouldn't, like, go buy the DVD or anything like that. We were kind of ranking the Marvel movies. And I think everybody that had seen it uh, said that it would be in their, their top five of... 
I mean, of the, what, 11 now? Or 8? I, I, I've lost count. But the, not yeah. counting the stuff that's outside of the, the Avengers canon, I guess. Yeah. It seems like a good movie for, like, a casual, like, Marvel fan. Like, a, you know, like, I've, yeah. I actually, I want to see it. Like, that kind yeah, of Yeah, you definitely don't need to know anything about the characters going in. Yeah, I knew nothing. Uh, yeah, no, nobody did. <laughs> I knew what it was, <laughs> it was all like T list. Yeah, you know, there's you, you, going in. Yeah, you I know, there's talking raccoon. Uh, I, yeah, it was just good all the way around. Good, good casting. Um, terrible villain, which is kind of a problem with uh, Marvel movies in general. Yeah, it's true. Where the villains are just kind of forgettable, even if their race or whatever are cool, uh, they're still just kind of eh. Um, yeah. No, I, I you, don't remember the, you don't remember the Chitari? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, Loki's the best of them by far. Tom Hiddleston, uh, to me, is the, the breakout star of that whole shebang. Uh, but, yeah, most of those movies are... The whole shebang? Like, all, all, all the Iron Man, all the Thor, Captain I America. Know what you're saying. Yeah. He's just mocking you. <laughs> shebang. Um, yeah, I am. Thank you. I knew he was mocking me, but I, <laughs> I wanted to explain it just to spite him. Mock, mock, mock. Plow right through. Um, so yeah, check it out. Uh, I agree with everybody who said it's, it's good. Just um, maybe lower your ex- I maybe my expectations were raised a little too high, and so that's why I didn't say it was didn't think it was great. But uh. had fun watching it. And the other thing, I'm gonna have to uh, editorial edit myself from a couple episodes ago when I went on a rant of Transformers and I said anyone who watches it is stupid and pretty much I think it deserves to die was probably what I said (laughs) so last weekend I had a chance to watch this new version with uh, my friend and his three young boys and it's a terrible movie and I hated every second of it but these kids loved every second of it and they knew they hadn't even they've seen the other ones and they were just I can know why they make them now. So that's all I'm saying is maybe you're I, not a complete I, idiot I if you go and watch it. <laughs> I appreciate your stance, backing off in your stance of wanting children to die, Jeff. <laughs> no, I can see it's totally made for kids, and they were eating up every second of it, and I would ask a question about a Transformer, and they would turn around and, he died in the last movie, or he's this. They, know, they love it so much that I was like, okay, now I know why it makes a billion dollars. Um, but if you're an adult and you don't have kids and you go see it, Burn in hell. You deserve to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's preventing children being born. <laughs> so that's my statement on that. Um, and that's all I got to say about that. Any any news? No. All right. <laughs> Alex, any news? Yes, some huge, huge news. Speaking is of it, Marvel. Is it, a, is it a tidbit, Alex? Oh, it's a huge tidbit. What kind of tidbit? It's a Todd bit. What? <laughs> yep. It seems that for the mere pittance of $1.8 billion plus royalties, Fox has reverted their Marvel franchises back to Marvel. What? what? Yeah. So the X-Men and all that stuff, that goes back to Marvel. You're fucking kidding me. I'm not shitting you. What about so? Okay, so Fox gave this shit up, but Sony still has Spider-Man. Yeah, Sony still right? has Spider-Man. Uh, is that the only? Is that the only thing that they don't own now? Spider-Man. Yeah, I think so. So, so Fox had Fantastic Four and X-Men. Yeah, right? Fantastic Four. Yeah, X-Men. so those go through. Well, they got a new Fantastic Four coming out next year. Uh, yeah, I believe so. It's like a reboot. So that that's not coming out again for a long time then. Unless that does well. Yeah. Which I can't imagine it will. Nope. Oh, well, the awesome. other two went fantastic. But yeah, the X-Men leaves all kind of uh, wacky stuff they can do. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? No, that's my... It's a giant tidbit. That's a Come big, on, man. That's big news. That's big news. That's a uh, hot lead. <laughs> all right. Scott. Well, I don't know how I can follow that news, but... Uh, Aquaman <laughs> is officially being worked on. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, they've, they're working on a couple of scripts for it. Uh, I'd imagine Jason Momoa would would be the titular Aquaman. Uh, Which I that's like that. basically all the news for that. 
I like that casting because in the um, Justice League cartoon, Aquaman is like this huge badass guy with a hook for a hand. Yeah, so I, I mean, hope, I hope they go with that Aquaman. It's it's just Aquaman sucks so much as a character that you need somebody that's like physically way more imposing than everybody else, uh, even in the other movies. So hopefully they, if they do make this movie. I mean, pull that off. Vinny Chase was a pretty good Aquaman, but Jason Momoa. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see in the reboot. Chase. <laughs> I don't think Cameron's got anything to do with this one, though. No, it'll be the best movie ever. <laughs> and it really should be the actor who played Vincent Chase should do it. <laughs> we'll, we'll start a we'll start a Kickstarter to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And then who is the girl? Who is the girl in it? Uh, one of them's child Disney girls, right? Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore, yeah. Let's make it happen, people. Mm-hmm. Uh, or we can just have, yeah. What's his name? Nah. Momoa. Conan. Yeah. Call Drago. Call Drago. Um, and then Bad Boys 3 was unofficially announced by Martin Lawrence. <laughs> what you got to do? Martin Lawrence are like. Yeah, so I got a soft spot for the first movie. Yeah, I think yeah, it was me too. it was it was Michael Bay before he went full Bay. Um, yeah, second movie was freaking terrible, but I'm I don't know I'm still kind of on board for it. So we'll see what happens with it. Yeah, and then and then finally a new Arnie movie on the way. Um, not sure when. Triplets. I told you. Well, besides that movie. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and Alex or not Alex Jeff will appreciate the name of the movie. Uh, it's called Maggie, and. <laughs> Uh, hey man, <laughs> Arnold is Schwarzenegger. A, is that a biopic about an Olympic cross-country skier? <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um, Arnold, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger will will play uh, the father of Abigail Breslin and something with zombies. Uh, oh, that's the zombie movie you talked about last time, Jeff. Right? Did Jeff oh, talk about movie. that? Well, we were just going over his movies that he's making. That's all. We just said uh, that we saw that there was a movie named Maggie. We didn't know oh, what it was that's about. right. Yeah, yeah. Wait, oh, I saw one of those Scott. movies. I saw one of those movies you said I didn't see, by the way. Oh, I can't sorry. remember what it is now. But. You weren't <laughs> there to defend yourself. Piece I know. Because you didn't see it. <laughs> I, I can't validate this uh, Fox selling to Marvel calling you out 1.8 billion dollars yeah i'm typing plus plus royalties wait they have to marvel has to pay royalties to fox for stuff that it owns yes anyway we'll check this off off the air folks we may have to make a a amendment um next week if alex facts aren't accurate (laughs) accurate facts (laughs) (laughs) um yeah Things aren't looking up, Alex. I'm looking at Google right now. What? I read it on Topless Robot. Not even Bing is showing results. <laughs> when, well, why, why would it not, show results? Not, not poor <laughs> results, anyways. All right, are we done? Scott, yeah. you done? Yeah. So what are we going to be talking about next week, Annie? I think we should talk about Coming to America. I don't know why. I was watching it on... Um, What's that man channel? There's a man, man channel. channel. <laughs> There's a channel. It's you like a Max- the man channel. Gay. No. I forgot what it's called. But I was watching it on um, TV the other day, and I for- forgot how much I freaking love that movie. So, um, yeah. It's like Welcome to America. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, I think you're totally wrong on this information. I just sent a, I just sent a link right now. Did you? Yeah. How come I didn't hear uh, that? Nerd Reactor sounds like a real, reliable source. So, so if the quote is real, then it, then it did happen. What, what is this? This is an April Fool's article that was months ago. Know. Stop reading. Yeah. Oh, you, you jackass. <laughs> wow. Way to go, Alex. Alex, you're the worst. Mm-hmm.
Act like you did on purpose. Alex, you're, 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 Alex you're, you're bad and you should feel bad. Of course they didn't know. I hope we weren't the only ones you spread this word to. <laughs> Besides our massive uh, listenership, that is. 